everyone, this is your Afro Pagan coming to you on this very hot Monday afternoon. I wanted to talk with you all about time. Whose time is it anyway? Time, they say, is relative, and it is. Since this virus exploded all over the planet, we have been quarantined. Some states here in the U.S. have lifted quarantine, and some states have lifted and gone back to quarantine. Lastly, you have states that have been in quarantine since day one, and we're now in the middle of summer. Since the quarantine, we have begun to see that we've been on a never-ending, fast-moving roller coaster of time. Before COVID, we got up by the ding of the alarm clock, clocked in at work at 9 o'clock, checked our watches and smartphones obsessively, rejoiced at lunchtime in our 15-minute break, made a mad dash out the office with a car, train, or a bus, ate dinner by 7, hit the bed by 10, and do it all over again and again and again. Like hamsters on a damn wheel, we just kept running and running without a destination or finish line on someone else's pre-determined time, also called the matrix. Then COVID made itself at home, which forced us to stay home. Maybe we lost our jobs and found something more, more fulfilling ways to spend our time. We showered when we wanted to and ran the risk of funking up the house. We ate when we were hungry, not when our bosses told us to. We spent more time with our children, homeschooling them even. We saw our spouses for more than 12 hours a day. We actually spent time with whom we wanted to. Have you noticed that? And now with the easing of quarantine, we want to go back to that rat race. Parents are wringing their hands about sending their kids back to school. We want to live on someone else's time again. Really? Yeah, folks, I have notes. And there's stuff going on in the background. Ignore. Anyway, so we're talking about time. Time was whatever we made of it with respect to Mother Moon back in the day. We had three weeks to a month, nine days in a week, and five days to celebrate. We grew crops, baked bread, traded goods, traded goods, excuse me, made things with our hands. And we taught our children how to farm, animal husbandry, sewing. The elders, the elders and the shaman Sangomas lived on the outskirts of the community, making medicines and communing with the elements to ensure the community was in good standing with Mother Gaia. They also acted as the community psychiatrist. We took care of each other. Then the Vatican came with their Gregorian calendar and upended all our shit. And they did it, and it has stayed. Pope Gregory, in October of 1582, issued the Gregorian calendar, which was the remake of the Julian calendar. What he forced by the tip of a sword on the world was the Vatican time of four weeks and a month and a leap year. It threw us off the natural rhythm of living by the moon or by the divine feminine. The Gregorian calendar, the calendar of the divine masculine, has been the backbone of materialism. Gone are the days of 
using your hands to make essential things such as clothing, shoes, toys. We don't plant crops and mass. We are completely dependent on the matrix for food and clothing. We depend on the medical system as well. Are there any Sangoma shamans in your neighborhood? Can you go to the one for real medicine that isn't suspect? I mean medicine from Mother Gaia, not a laboratory. With COVID, our lives might become more upended than it already has been. This second wave some of the states are in could bring food insecurity, vaccine scares, permanent unemployment, school disillusion, and clothing distribution interruption. How hard has it been to wait for an Old Navy delivery? Three weeks? So what's the alternative? Well, let's think about our time. If we, the collective, decided to take our time back, meaning live by Mother Moon, then we could shove ourselves out of 3D, 4D into 5D. That's one of the ways. There is no such thing as time in 5D. It is what you make of it. Think about it. You can learn to make your own clothing. How about make your own shoes? You know, if that actor Daniel Day-Lewis can do it, so can we. And in fact, I found a slipper kit on Etsy. Haha, <laughs> so I'll keep you posted on that. I learned how to sew in school so I can make a skirt and top or pants if I needed to. I can make pajamas. I can make, uh, I made an apron for myself a couple of years ago. So, you know, it, it's, you can do it. It's not hard. It's difficult at first if it's your first time sewing, but after that, you get better. It just takes practice. And by the way, sewing children's clothes is way easier than sewing full-size adult clothes. <clears throat> also, I have a greenhouse. It's tiny but mighty so far. I mean, it holds up to the wind. It gets really windy here. But the chipmunks, those damn furry, cute chipmunks, keep finding their way inside my greenhouse. They've torn up the squash. They've torn up the lettuce. Had to replant lettuce. It's just this whole thing. But I think the benefits outweigh the drawbacks. You know what I mean? And by the way, if you live in an apartment building and have a balcony, you can grow food in containers. Gal those galvanized buckets are great. You can even get uh, hanging uh, those things that you plant. You have bags that are hung up on a wall and you can plant herbs in that. You might be able to plant uh, small crops that are hardier than herbs, or, you know, something you eat, not something you season with. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. And if you don't have a balcony and you live in an apartment building, you know, maybe you could team up with your fellow neighbors, your fellow tenants, 
and ask the landlord uh, if you can grow a garden on the roof. You know, how many hipster rooftop gardens there are in Williamsburg, Brooklyn? I mean, they're all over the place. But they have a good idea growing up on the roof. The only thing, the only pest you'd have to deal with on the roof are bees and flies and mosquitoes, because New York is mosquitoy. So it's doable. Even if, if you can start a garden somewhere in the courtyard of your apartment building complex, something. You know, what I'm really trying to say is find ways to reclaim your real time back. According to the Mayan calendar, we're in a 10 day portal that started on July 15th that ends with the new galactic year on the 26th of this month. Also, we are in the universal year number four, the year of rebuilding structures. This is a chance to rebuild our time. Really is. So let's let's figure something out. Message me. Uh, Let's have a conversation about rebuilding our time. I'm not going to say that it it'll be easy. I mean, our great great grandparents lived in the matrix our grandparents lived in the matrix our parents have lived in the matrix we grew up in the matrix it's just pervasive but if we collectively decide to reclaim our time my gosh how much how much good how much how much that will benefit us will be exponential and we can change things for the better. Anyway, uh, this is a very short bonus podcast. I just wanted to jump on here about the time and to talk about the portal. Did anyone know that we were in a 10-day portal? I didn't know. And I'm a spiritualist. I had to do my research. And we are in a 10-day portal. And on the 26th, new galactic time begins. Which is amazing. So much has happened. And we've just finished the first half of this year, of 2020. 2020 has been crazy. Can we all agree it's been, like, super crazy? A lot of things are going on. Schumann resonance has been off the charts. Uh, let's see, we have the Schumann, we have information that's coming out, coming at us left and right, sideways. We don't know what's true. And when we don't know what's true, we have to go within, we have to drop down into our hearts and commune with our higher selves. Heck, your ancestors can help too, of course, and your spirit guides, but start communing with your higher self 
because your spirit guides can go, your ancestors might be like, well, I, I don't know. You always have your higher self. What does she or he say about all the information that's coming at us? What, what does she say to you, your higher self? What is he saying? Because most of the time, that's the only way we can really determine if something is true or not. You know? So, um, do a little housekeeping here. This is listener supported, so any donation helps. I really appreciate that. Also, I'm working on uh, starting my spiritual life coaching business. So uh, soon, I hope to have my website up and uh, I'll still be doing the podcast because I really enjoy getting stuff out of my system and uh, telling you what I think. And, And like I said, my podcast may not be for you. Maybe it is. And maybe some episodes click for you and some don't. It's okay. It's no big whoop. Um, you've taken the first step by stepping out of the box and listening to different alternatives. So congratulate yourself on that. You know what I mean? Treat yourself. So anyway, all right, I am done here. And I will get back to you soon with your regularly scheduled Afro-Pagan podcast where we will talk more about the Guardians. Okay? So be safe out there. Take care. And think about your time. Bye.